and welcome to the Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan and on this week's episode, I'm joined by future beef programme participant Cahill Irwin from County Mayo to get an insight into grassland management on his farm this spring and planning the year ahead for silage 2022. Cahill, you're very welcome. Can you talk me through your beef system? I'm based in Castlebar County Mayo, as you just said. Um, I have a small suckler to store farm. Um, I have uh, 18, 18 hectares of, I suppose, heavy land is best, best described in it. Um, I currently, as I said, bring calves from store to beef and usually sell them in the local markets at around 18 to 20 months. I'm currently stocked, I suppose, at around three life uh, stock units per hectare. Carl, what has led you to choose this system? Well, Catherine, I suppose, um, firstly, I would typically sell the stores uh, around September time. Um, ideally, I'd like to be able to take them to finish. But um, based on, I suppose, the heavy nature of our land, um, we I can't finish them off grass. So I, I know ideally they need to go into the shed. Uh, one of the major constraints on the farm is slurry storage. So I, you know, I have no choice. Um, I, I can't really afford to put cattle in for six weeks because we're quite tight on slurry uh, capacity. So my only choice at that point is to sell them. Now, I do plan in the next year or two to try and remedy that and maybe put up another shed. And currently breeding is on, starting on the farm or how's that been going so far? Well, I, I'm, I, I typically calf the cows around uh, December and January. So I'm nearly all, I'm nearly completely finished. I think I've only one animal left. So it's gone, it's gone all right. Look, we had some upsets like you can have any year. Um, but I suppose I, I'm actually now at the stage where I started breeding again and the bull is actually with the cows on the slats. The reason I suppose I calf the cows so early is I like to have a calf that let's say hits the grass around April um, and actually can do something with the grass. Not let's say, I suppose those spend those first valuable months of maybe April, May, June running around the field playing. Well, you know, sort of when the calves are at four or five, six months old, they tend to, they can do something with the grass. And I find that there's a better drive in them and have a heavier wind coming in in the shed in the back end of the year. Most definitely. And it's fair to say no two springs are the same. What have you learned from previous years that you're cautious about this spring? Um, well, I suppose last year I actually had the cattle out, on, I had the stores out on the 24th of February. Um, I think we had them, I had to rehouse them at, at different points for about 10 days, let's say between the 24th of February and the 30th of April. Um, I found though last year, I did let my cows and uh, stores out at a, let's say around mid-March together. I found that my silage ground uh probably incurred too much damage in that period. So I don't think I'm going to graze my silage ground this year. I'm going to, I'm just going to graze my cat, my, let my stores out early, um, let them over to the grazing ground. Uh, I'm going to leave my silage ground um, untouched and try and go for as early cut as possible. That's sort of my plan for this year. And with recent heavy rainfall, Cahill, what's the plan for grazing for the coming weeks? Well, Last week, you know, the conditions were very tough, to be fair. And, you know, we say we're best in heavy land here in Mayo. Um, nothing is out yet. Um, but like I'm just looking ahead at the weather's weather forecast for the coming week. I'm hoping that I'll be able to get cattle to grass this week. Um, my plan is to try and get the stores 
out of the Waylands out um, this weekend or next weekend at the latest. And then in a couple of weeks time afterwards, I'd hope to let the cows out. It's all dependent on the cows and calves out. It's all dependent on ground conditions, really. If I think the ground can take them, I'll let them out. I, I'm sort of I, I am aware that I'm going to need to rehouse the cattle again at some point more than likely. But if I have to, I have to. It's not the end of the world. And what paddock will they be turning them out to first to start off the rotation? Well, I suppose um, I'm going to probably start with my my receded uh, dryer fields first. Um, my plan, I suppose, is to try and get them grazed as quick as I can, because I know the, the especially the receded grass will come back uh, a lot quicker. Um, last year, I noticed that uh, the receded fields I had by, let's say, I, I can't even remember the exact date, but maybe by mid-April, or, or mid, mid to April to mid-May, my receded ground had grown 4,000 kilos of dry matter, whereas my old pasture had only grown 1,600. So uh, I was going into them maybe for my third time, where my older pastures, I was only going into maybe my first time or barely struggling to get back in my second time. So that's where I plan to go and maybe then follow up with um, with slurry or urea, depending on ground conditions, you know, that'll supposedly dictate it. And with high fertilizer prices this spring, soil fertility is very important. And as you mentioned, picking your paddocks that are producing the most grass. What is the fertility status on the farm? Uh, well, I was lucky enough there. We've just done um, uh, a soil analysis of the, of the whole farm. Look, it's a bit of a mixed bag. It's not too bad. Um, my pH isn't bad. On my clay soil, most of my pH is around 6.3. Uh, and look, I have brown, I have brown peat soils as well, and that they're sitting a little bit lower. That like they're around five point three pH. Generally, the P is okay on the farm. It's at index three or four in most cases, bar a couple of paddocks. Um, but one thing it did highlight is that my K is lower than it should be. So on on quite a few of the paddocks, um, you know, well over half, I'm at one index one or two, bar the bar the silage ground. So that's definitely an issue that I'm going to have to redress with probably in the back end with maybe 0050 or something like that. Now, I do plan probably on spreading a bit of lime as well in the back end uh, to probably maintain my current pH. And with the fertilizer prices this spring, what is your plan now for the first round of fertilizer? Well, I suppose I I probably I, I do plan, let's say, after my first grazings um, to go out with uh, less slurry. So obviously low emission slurry spreading. Um, if if the ground conditions will allow it, and then I'm going to go out with urea, um, or if I can't get in with slurry, I'll go in with I'll go in with urea. I did manage to get some uh, unprotected urea this year. Last year I, I only spread protected urea, but I, I got it harder to get it. But I was able to source some unprotected urea earlier on, so I, I think I'll use that for now. And when it comes to the silage ground, I know you've mentioned you're going to leave it closed now and cut it early. What's your plan? Um, well, I suppose for the, for the silage ground, um, we we spread just towards the end of January. Uh, that's a fine spell of weather before it ended. We spread um, two and a half thousand gallons of slurry per uh, acre on that. Um, my plan for that is then to go back in with uh, probably two rounds of fertilizer. I'm going to go in with urea first, uh, probably around Paddy's Day. And I, I'm going to come back then, then let's say, I'd say early to mid-May or early to mid-April, not that late at all. I'm going to come out another round of um, probably nitrogen again and, uh, you know, try and, try and cut the silage as early as I can in May because I've seen last year I did get caught. And I know, as you said, no two springs are the same, but 
I think if, if you're if you're ready to go when the weather is there, you, at least you have some chance, you know. But if you're waiting for maybe either trying to bulk your crop up or trying to get your uh, nitrogen down, you can you can be caught. And will you be completing a fodder budget for this winter? Uh, I I generally do, to be honest with you. Um, I, like I, I sort of have it worked out, you know, uh, you know how much. Um, how many bales I need and generally I need let's say 200 to 250 bales and look we're in the west of Ireland you always sort of have to budget for possibly a seven month winter so that's the way I'd, I generally work to be honest with you now we try we try and get out in five if you can but you know it can go to seven months we've seen it go to seven months in the past as well for the year ahead and trying to reduce the amount of costs on farm you have a good paddock system what benefit has it been to managing grass for you Kyle? We put in the paddock system in 2015. Um, I suppose it it allowed me really to maximise um, the ground that I have. Like I, you know, I found that I could get the very most out of you know grow as much grass as I possibly could on the farm. Um, I always sort of was of the opinion that it was better, let's say, for me and for my pocket probably to um, grow as much grass as I could rather than having to go out renting land and. Um, or maybe buying land, you know, the, the cost is obviously huge to that. So my sort of attitude has been, you know, put the paddocks in place, grow as much grass as I can and, you know, try and get as much thrive on the cattle as possible. Um, at the minute we have about, I said there's only about 18 hectares, but I think it's about 45 acres. So we've that split into about 23 paddocks. And, you know, the cattle are in about 1.6 to uh, 2 hectare uh, or one point six. 1.6 to 2 acre uh, paddock and I tend I generally tend to graze the the cows and the bullocks together and I keep the heifers in a separate out farm and it, it tends to work well for me to be honest with you they just go around the grazing platform and you know I, I go in after each grazing and I spread maybe I suppose maybe 15-20 units of nitrogen and um, try and you know just keep keep on top of the grass and keep in control of the grass. I suppose other years, uh, grass has sometimes got away of me and maybe grown sometimes too much grass. And uh, you know I, I'm trying. I suppose the last the last year or two has been a focus of mine trying to grow the right height of grass and the right quality of grass and get better cleanouts and all that sort of I suppose important stuff. You know, utilization of grass will be a key focus for many farmers this year, Cahill. Thanks very much. We look forward to following your progress in the Future Beef programme. Thanks, Catherine. That's all for this week's episode. And my thanks to Cahal for joining me on the show. You can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie. Or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates from our Beef programme, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening.